Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 14th reason. This is Nick Brown, Frowny Brown from Frowny Brown Town. This is Vleeties from What Culture. This is El Diablo, El Dorito, El Dorado. And of course, this is Close to the Sun coming at you on Wednesday, the 23rd of August, 2017. I missed last week. I apologize. Oh yes, uh, this is this is actually a very very exciting one. This has been in the pipeline for a while. I've been very um, very much looking forward to doing a show on this. Uh, of course, I'm talking about by the title. I'll be talking about the Mayweather McGregor fight coming out this Sunday. Um, what I'm going to do today, and yeah, I'll get into things a bit later about why I didn't do last week. But I'm going to you know try and break down the fight and. You know, not try and sell it, but I'm going to try and, you know, I guess try and convince people why McGregor has a legitimate shot at winning this fight on Sunday. There is, there is a lot of things in his favor and this is, um, this is going to be something else. I just, there's something about this fight that just has everybody on edge. This is something that has found a way to cross over to like, I guess, you know, you could argue cross over to the mainstream and the, the normal sporting fan as you know, some people have already said on this show, we'll want to watch the show just to be in the know. And that's something that's really cool. It's some, something that's very, very rare. But I'll, I'll start off, sorry, I'll get into it. Um, I'll start with the tail of the tape of what's been happening. Um, so far at the moment, we all probably know this, but Mayweather comes in at uh, 49 and 0. That's pretty standard. Um, 26 KOs in that. Hasn't KO'd someone in about 10 years. Um, yeah, I might be wrong on that, but I, the last KO that he did do was the one, the De La Hoya fight where he basically punched him when the ref kind of half stopped it and he had no he had you know he had no guard up because he thought the the match was being kind of uh held up for a bit it was yeah it was a dirty tactic in all fairness um mcgregor's at 21 and 3 with 18 ko's look um mayweather's at 40 uh 40 years of age and mcgregor's 29 like you know mcgregor's entering his peak right now he is um right now it is the absolute pinnacle for the notorious one yeah um Five eight, five eight and high is Mayweather. Five nine, McGregor. Uh, Mayweather orthodox and McGregor's the southpaw, which um, I'll get into soon. But that's something that does again weigh in favour. He has a two inch reach on Mayweather. McGregor does at seventy four to seventy two. His last fight uh, was in what September two thousand and fifteen, I think it was for uh, Mayweather. He had one more fight after the Pacquiao one against uh, Andre Berto, and the last fight for McGregor was November 2016, so pretty fresh coming out of that one, that was against Eddie Alvarez, of course, which was, you know, a huge fight, and obviously McGregor took it took it out pretty easily. Uh, currently now, just um, as I looked on my sports bet app, uh, Mayweather's currently paying $1.27, so there is a little bit of money there, if you are, if you are a, a boxing purist, there is money to be won, um, that's something that obviously 
And a lot of people don't know this, but Mayweather actually loves to bet on himself. He likes to put a lot of money on himself, which is, uh, yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's, it kind of, um, it holds up to his character. You know, it's something that people will, you'd expect from someone like Floyd. And uh, currently McGregor's paying $4. So there's a lot of money to be won there. And like, yeah, if I had to put my life savings on someone, I'd put it on Mayweather. If I had to put $100 on someone, I'd put it on McGregor. Simple. Like, I think there is a genuine chance of this happening. But like, you know, there's so many questions to kind of go through. And a lot of, you know, people don't even know what the hell is going on with this. And like, uh, the first one, I guess, is like, like, what is this fight? Which is, it's like, you know, there's no titles on the line. This is... This is a circus act. This is a freak show. This is one of those rare moments that only used to happen in, and I'm going to, you know, I'll probably lose people here, but it only used to happen in wrestling when, you know, you used to have, because, you know, obviously pre the predetermined nature of that, you could bring people who were 20 years out of the business back in for one fight to kind of cross-generation thing. But this is, you know, cross-promoting from two different, completely different sports. It's, it's something that, you know, it's just an, it's an exhibition match by nature, but, yeah, you know, it's just like it's it's some it's just like one of those freak shows. It's something that you will never I don't know if you'll ever see this again. Or maybe this will be the start of something. Who knows? Like this could be the first fight of many that they try and do something like this. Yeah, you know, there there's much to be there's so much money to be made and so many things to be done after this fight happens. Yeah, you know, the next one is like, why is this fight happening? And that's a good question because like, look, let's be honest. Mayweather doesn't, you don't, you wouldn't think this, but Mayweather doesn't really need this fight, does he? You know, he's 49-0. and 0, Like, he could go ahead and just, you know, fight another boxing match against someone normal, get his 50-0, and, um, you know, walk away and retire. So I don't really believe in the hype of, like, you know, he just wants to get to the 50. He could just fight anyone, just a standard boxing guy. Obviously, and this is a standard one, it's, it's about the money. This is simply a financial... A financial game for someone like Mayweather. This is going to break a lot of records <laughs> by a long way, and I'll get into that soon. But yeah, this is a lot of people are kind of been saying that Mayweather has been you know pissing away a lot of his money. He hasn't obviously fought in a long time. He's going to make a substantial amount. We all know this, but um, like for Mayweather to actually agree to this, you know, McGregor was always going to because McGregor sees the bigger picture. He sees he's going to be one of the most, or if not the most, popular sport sporting athlete in the world after this. Everybody knows his name now. And you know, a lot of people knew it beforehand, but Floyd has put him on that next level. And you know, it's he's up there with the, the best of them. And that, so like for McGregor, it was a no-brainer. If, that, if the fight was on offer, he would take it, and you'd be dumb not to. Anyone, anyone listening to this would take on the fight if they could make the money that they're going to be making. And McGregor's going to be making a hefty sum, even though it won't be as much as Mayweather, of course. Something that's um very interesting in terms of the fight is that USC basically had to like give up the rights to it. You know, they had to like basically go, okay, boxing, like you, you know, we'll step aside. You got to take everything here. And that means it's, you know, being done on Showtime, which is the boxing promotion. It, um, you know, Dana White's basically just like a, he's almost just being like a manager and he's just kind of like, you know, he's, he's escorting him around, um, escorting Connor around, of course. And, you know, he's not really allowed to do too much. He's, you know, he's done a bit of introducing at some of the press conferences, but that's about it. This is, Something that, you know, is a bit annoying and like, you know, to a lot of people who's going to want to really, and a lot of UFC fans who want to um, kind of dissect the fight, I don't think at the moment they're going to have any UFC commentators there, which is something that um, I feel like, you know, when you're doing this cross promotion, there are going to be so many UFC fans watching this. Like, I don't think, I don't think boxing really knows what the popularity is of UFC. 
and UFC have some absolute maniac fans, and they will follow Connor to the fucking end of the world. There is something, you know, and to not have a a Joe Rogan or whoever to um, have like you know that kind of have a genuine knowledge on who like what Connor's going to be trying to do and what he's going to try and nullify Floyd. It, you know, it, it does create a weird dynamic. I feel like if you know, it's probably just going to be biased boxing commentary, as it usually is. Um, it's yeah, it's a tough one. And like, yeah, I remember someone someone saying, which I thought was good. You know, boxing is basically renting Conor McGregor for one fight, make him a lot of money, and then away they go. And it's it's very true because they they did UFC gave up the rights to it. They basically Dana White just kind of said, okay, you guys, you know, this is the only way the fight's going to happen. Dana sees the bigger picture and like, you know, I'll get into whether it could backfire or not later on, but he saw the big dollar signs and it's just, yeah, there is, um, there is a lot of money to be made and, you know, putting Connor, Dana and the USC as a whole at, on this kind of stage and on this platform is just huge, huge now. And it just kind of, it magnifies and it like, you know, it magnifies how much is on Conor McGregor's shoulders. This is just something that, yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone could really understand that. Like, you know, as much as, and like, you know, with Conor McGregor, he's gonna have the weight of USC because if this fight goes well for him, he doesn't have to win it. But if he goes well, all those eyes, all those boxing eyes, are probably gonna start trickling over to the UFC, or all those, all the mainstream eyes will be like, you know, they'll see his highlights. They'll go, this is pretty cool. Mayweather as well has the whole of boxing, that whole sport on his on his shoulders. So it's. It's just a very, like, it's a very crazy dynamic, and it's just, it's one of those things that could be just a car wreck, but it could be just something else. Like, you know, we want to, we, we want to be there on the day. We want to know where we were the day that this fight happened, which is, um, which is something crazy. Like, and, you know, to all those people, you know, like financially, sorry, I'll go get into that later. Uh, financially speaking, they are, you know, they are looking to make over about a hundred million dollars each, obviously, um. Mayweather will be making more because he's the money fighter. Um, this is a this is obviously done through boxing, as I said before. There is a um, yeah, McGregor's gonna be making a shitload, of course, and that's yeah. I don't think he'll ever be complaining, but Mayweather is where the money's at. You know, there's a reason why Mayweather Pacquiao set a new record for pay per view buys because everybody wants to see Mayweather get his fucking head kicked, dude. And it still hasn't happened yet. He's like the ultimate villain. He's like that perfect kind of villain that can never be, never gets beaten. And even when you think he's beaten, he never gets beaten, which is a great little thing. Yeah, um, Andre, uh, sorry, Mayweather's last fight was obviously Andre Berto. Yeah, this this um, pay-per-view and this, you know, this spectacle, I, I wouldn't even call it like a fight, it's just a spectacle, isn't it? Um, is projected to have about 5 million pay-per-view buys. Put that in perspective as Mayweather Pacquiao did 4.4 mil. The, uh, the third biggest boxing pay-per-view did 2.4 mil. So this will double the pay for uh, the third biggest po- boxing pay per view. That's absolute madness, and just shows what kind of like uh, what kind of role these two sports are on. Um, on the um, and also sorry on the on the boxing kind of pay per view rates. No, they've been going down big time through like the the general um, pay per view buys have been pretty horrid. Like you know, maybe his last fight against Berto got about four hundred thousand, four hundred thousand buys, which is pretty woeful when you really think about it. Um, in terms of USC, this is going to you know break all kinds of records as well. On the in the pay per view buy rates, uh, McGregor Alvarez is the highest bought one, one point seven mil. Uh, the second is Conor Diaz two at one point six. And something I thought was really interesting, and yeah, you got to take in mind how much everybody thinks the UFC has come over the last five years. 
The third most bought pay-per-view is UFC 100, which was headlined by Brock Lesnar, Frank Mir at 1.6. So basically the same amount as Conor Diaz. It's something that it shows like, you know, how much of a draw that was back then. Because, you know, that was 2009. You know, to think how far and how much more, uh, how much more mainstream that this fight, this sport has come. You know, everybody goes, this is the fastest rising sport in the world today, which, you know, people have been saying that for about 15 years. Like, you know, it's been rising for a long time, but it is actually right now, like, you know, the last two years with Rousey, with McGregor, it has just had it, it's just hit peak after peak after peak. It's been smashing through every ceiling and smashing through every record possible. So like, it is, you know, it's just something interesting, something that, um, kind of is is a fun little game to play because there are yeah as we know there are a lot of boxing fans in the world there are a lot of boxing purists you know the um the sweet science as they all call it you know uh, but the beautiful thing about this is a lot of boxing fans are torn on who they want to win yeah a lot of people who hate mayweather have to go for mayweather because they don't want their sport tarnished could you imagine if it happened like could you imagine what that would do if mcgregor actually got him actually tagged him knocked him out you know, what that does for that sport, does it hurt? How much does that hurt it? You know, does, like, it ends every internet debate. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, every internet debate on what's better gets ended by this match if, if McGregor wins. Mayweather wins. He's expected to. doesn't matter. Like, really. Like, he could come in and, you know, uh, beat him in two rounds and be like, well, you know, he's a boxer. Like, what were you expecting? There's, but, you know, to anyone who thinks that um, McGregor has absolutely no chance, and, you know, they were saying... Um, they were saying like this whole fight is basically hanging on that one percent chance of McGregor doing it, or as I think Justin said about about a month ago, he said with everything put together, it added up to about a three percent chance. Everybody's hanging on that. Everybody wants to have that moment and wants to see it happen. But if you if you look at it and you go, okay, so they are now going to be fighting with eight ounce gloves, right? They've gone way down. UFC gloves are four ounces. They usually go ten to twelve ounces for boxing. Um, they've got um. Mayweather's gone, okay, we'll go. We'll give you eight-ounce eight gloves. So confidence right there. They're fighting at 154, which is McGregor's best weight. Something that Mayweather usually does is make the fighter come down to his weight or come up to his weight. There's something that he always has done throughout his career, especially towards the tail end when he hasn't, you know, when he's worth so much money. It's just like, you come to me. It's kind of, that's been his way of doing it. And yet he hasn't done it this time. He's just been like, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll go that weight. That's fine. Like, you know, um, yeah, shorter notice has also been given for this fight. This isn't something that's been you know, announced eight months, uh, like 10 months in advance. This is something that, you know, like in terms of compared to his other fights, this is um this is relatively quick. And especially with the turnaround in that, you know, they've done this four-day world tour. It just shows that they've had to really go, 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 promote this fight as much as they can. There's like, you know, this isn't standard for someone like Mayweather. It's almost, yeah, it is almost like he's just like, I need to make this money. I need to make it quick. And it's just like, he could be, you know, who knows? He could be in some financial trouble. And like, and on top of all that, you know, you, and you take in a, um, all these advantages from McGregor. He has the age advantage. He has a size advantage. He, he is hungrier than Mayweather right now. There is no doubt about that. He is so hungry for this. He believes in himself. He has, the, he has more power than him. He's a southpaw, which again, I'll get into. He will do well in the clinch. He actually, he will out be, he'll be able to uh, do some actual damage in the clinch. And obviously the ref will break him up, but he will have that second to kind of get those shots in. It's not It's not exactly... It's frowned upon to do so and to do it too often, and I don't think he'll do it that much, but it could happen. And there's nothing wrong with him clinching up, clinching up a few times around. If he's ever in trouble, just go in for the clinch. Why not? And 
you know, with all that, and you're going to tell me that McGregor has no chance, I think you're out of your mind. I genuinely think that there is an actual shot for someone like McGregor to do this to Mayweather. He's in the prime of his career. There is no, like, he's untouchable right now. Absolutely untouchable. There are pros and cons for both. As something, um, you know, they were saying that Mayweather basically, through like, all his career, they've realized Mayweather's left hand is basically what they call his kryptonite. And that's why M- uh, McGregor fighting at Southpaw really helps him because he can jab through those and he, it's not, he doesn't have that defensive guard up as well. There is, um, you know, another thing that really it does really go in. You know, I, I was uh, listening to an interview with uh, Frank Mir, who's a former heavyweight champion. And he was saying that when he goes into a fight, he never goes in thinking he's going to win. He goes in playing what he called the percentages. Yeah, he says that like, you know, statistically or percentage wise, this guy wins more than me. Okay. Percentage wise, he wins more by submission. So should I try and, but I do percentage wise, I'm more powerful than him. So should I try and get more powerful or should I try and to uh, try and make up this kind of submission lack, the lacking of submissions that I have? to try and guard him and try and make sure it doesn't happen. And it's something like, and as he said, was that McGregor needs to look at what he's good at, what he's better at than Mayweather, and either go, I want to improve that, or I want to make up for lost time in the areas that I'm not better than him than. So it's it's just a really interesting dynamic of what McGregor could actually be doing. You know, maybe he's just trying to get as strong as possible. Maybe he's trying to get his punching power to an all-time high. So when he does... And I say when, because I genuinely think unless the fight ends in the first few rounds, and if it goes the distance, if it goes 12 rounds, there is no way that he will not get at least one shot on. He might want to make that shot count. So there's, there's so much, you know, there's so much psychology to the actual fight itself beyond, you know, this guy's a boxer, he beats the UFC fighter. Because on paper, that's easy. It's easy to say. 49 no, how, why would anyone, why would anyone bet against him? Why is McGregor at $4? Why is Mayweather not paying a dollar and one? Why is McGregor not at $20, you know? It's kind of one of those things, but it's because people believe. And they, they see the um, there are a lot of things going in uh, McGregor's favor. Another thing that you know, I remember hearing, which I thought was uh, nice, was that should Connor go in gung-ho? Should he go in first round and just swing for the fences? And should he just go, you know what? I'm going to get a highlight reel out of this at least. And because, you know, I was hearing uh, Michael Bisping was saying, that when he would come up against people that were below his level and knew that they were, they were below his level, they would come out straight away and just try anything. They'd try a back, spinning back fist, uh, they'd try Superman punch, fly kicks, you know, whatever. Like, they would do whatever just to throw him off guard. And it said a lot of the times it worked. So there's something that, there's something about that that could really um, translate to McGregor because Mayweather's going to come out thinking this this is a boxing match, if McGregor comes out and just throws hands, absolutely goes gun-ho, Hail Mary for it, straight away in the first round, who knows what can happen? And if it doesn't work, then you know, you've got to reevaluate. But there is something that you know, you could actually try and do that. What if what if it happened? What if he went straight away for it? You know, there is something about you know, how good Mayweather is at reading people and you know, I'll get into that later, but there is just there is the argument to make, like, why wouldn't you at least try it? Because if the, if the fight goes for 12 rounds, guess who wins? It's Mayweather. Matt, there's no way in hell McGregor can win if the fight goes for 12 rounds. It's obviously been an easily, you know, unanimous decision win for Mayweather. And, yeah, it, you know, the thing is that people say, and, like, you know, Connor's style is going to be so 
different to what Mayweather is used to, that it's going to play, it might actually play in his favor. You look at, um, you look at all the people that Mayweather fights and of course they're professional boxers, simple, like you sounds, sounds nice, but obviously they're professional boxers. Why, why do you think they haven't beaten? Yeah. Why haven't they worked out Mayweather at this stage? 49 fights. It's a lot of victories considering and like how many takes they would study you know, maybe it's going to take somebody like Connor to come in with this absolute out there style and maybe be like, what the hell is going on? There has been a lot of reports coming in from about um, Connor McGregor saying that, you know, he's got a surprise, surprise Floyd with about three or four things that he tries. Now, put into perspective, and I'll, I'll put it this way. If Connor has three or four, we'll say, we'll say four things that, you know, Mayweather probably hasn't ever seen in the boxing ring. And, you know, whether it's the angles that he's punching from, whether it's the, uh, the the combos that he tries or whatever, if he has about four of those, that's basically saying he has four bullets in his gun. He has to time it and he has to make the shots count. Because if he doesn't, and I'll get into this more a bit later, but Mayweather is what a lot of people, and, you know, the easy way of putting it, he is a supercomputer. He is somebody that... If you do something and you go for your big shot and you miss, Mayweather will download that to his system and it'll be, it will not be able to connect again. He's somebody who can read you and the longer the fight goes, the more uh, Mayweather will adapt, the more Mayweather will... Uh, basically, he eases into fights. He's somebody, by the fourth round, he probably knows everything that you, you're going to do and he can just pick you apart. And it's something that you know if McGregor can have those three or four things that are going to completely throw him off and be like wow what's going on here then he can he might have to you know take his time in using them pick the perfect moment and then hope the hell it connects because if it doesn't it's just it's going to be very unlikely to do it again but you never know like there's there's so many aspects about that that could work especially you know with these four things, who knows what they are? Like, they could be, he could just do a spinning head kick, even though that'll get him disqualified. And obviously, he'll lose about 90% of his pay if that happens, which is uh, pretty crazy. So, that's, that's something that, you know, I could imagine, um, imagine the uh, just training camp just going, you cannot do any UFC moves. Uh, but Paulie, uh, what is his name? Malinagi, I think it is. Malinagi. Paulie Malinagi, sorry, uh, was recently dropped in a sparring session by Connor. Paulie Malinagi is someone who's had about 45, 46 fights. And he's won, like, I think he's won 38 of them or something like that. So he's got a very good record. He's a two-time world champion. Uh, he's a credible source. Uh, he's somebody who, when you actually look at, you know, he's not just sparring with just some kind of bum off the streets. This is a guy who's got actual credentials. Apparently, and this is a story that he, you know, he kind of, um, he kind of threw a bit of shade at Connor about six months ago. And I guess in his words that he was doing it to promote the fight, but Connor didn't forget. So once they had a sparring session, he went full out and went, just knocked him down. And um, it was funny because USC has released that footage, but they've only released like the 10 second footage of him actually knocking him down. They haven't released the whole fight, which is one, um, as any person knows that, you know, if you get knocked down once, it doesn't mean you've lost the fight. Of course, like there, there could have been 10 rounds of Paulie just dominating Connor, but for that one moment, Connor got him. So they're just like, we'll put that up. And the other thing is that they don't want, they want as little amount of material for Floyd to study as possible. You know, they, they want it. So when he comes in, Floyd is basically going, look, I've never, I've never been able to actually see this guy fight. And that's, that's just such the worrying thing about it. If you're Mayweather, you're like, well, I don't know what this guy's even going to throw. 
because you can't watch it. You can't really go off what his UFC fights are like. You know, you can go off a few of his combos, but that's about it. There's not really, um, there's so much, you know, uh, such a difference between those two sports. Yeah, the idea of um, Floyd looking at it like, you know, Floyd doesn't have to worry about getting his legs taken out. He doesn't need, he doesn't need to worry about getting taken down or any head kicks. He needs to worry about one aspect of the UFC, which is boxing. And on paper, there is no way in hell that McGregor should do anything. But again, fights are fights are not won on paper. But like, so uh, Malinaji, you know, great promotional tool to put that out. It kind of, it you know, I'm sure it would have turned a few heads and it would have made people go, okay, maybe this guy's actually a legitimate fighter. Who knows? Like, yeah, you know, and like again, you don't know what the other the rest of the fight is, but. Yeah, there's so many other things like, you know, Connor is fresher. He's a, he's fresher. He has no pressure on him, really. Like, yeah, there is a lot, like, a crossover pressure he could have on him. But Connor's somebody who has this undying belief in himself. He is somebody who, when he speaks, you can genuinely, you genuinely know he f- thinks he's going to win this fight. 100%. He does not, he's not saying this for show. He's not hyping up a fight. He, he is, um predicting what he thinks is going to happen. He 100% believes it. If you, um, Dana White got interviewed once and he said that I actually, you know, I wasn't too sure and Connor's convinced me that he's going to win. Like he is so confident in himself as something that will take you to a certain point. Like if he wasn't so confident in himself, this fight would never happen. Of course. Like, so you got to, like, it's got to account for something. There's something about that to have this undying will and, you know, McGregor obviously would be used to getting hit, you know, with four ounce gloves, who, you know, fuck all compared to what they're using. So the idea of, I think the idea of Mayweather knocking out McGregor is absolutely absurd. I think that there is no chance in how Mayweather would have the punching power to knock out McGregor. I really don't. I'm, I could see the ref stopping from maybe a lack of, uh, lack of defense being put up or a TKO. I don't think a genuine KO could happen. I just don't think it. It's, it's. You know, I could be wrong, and I can't wait for um. I can't wait for C to fight and every, everything I've said be like you know proven wrong, and Mayweather comes out and knocks out McGregor in the first four seconds, and I'll be like, oh well, that was a great analysis I did, but you know that's half the fun, isn't it? Like, yeah, this isn't because it's boxing, and this isn't like you know AFL or um or cricket or whatever. Like one mistake in those sports, for the most part. And you like concede a wicket, or you might um yeah you might get hit for four, you might you know you might get bowled, you might cost your team a goal in footy. But in this, you know, one mistake by McGregor, one mistake by Mayweather, and the fight could be over. And that's the um, it's such a uh, it it kind of brings in that really nice element of the sport that anything can happen. There are so many fights in the UFC particularly that have looked like they're going one way. I think that the um. The first Frank Mir Brock Lesnar fight's a perfect example. Brock Lesnar was toweling him up, and then Frank Mir got him with a leg lock and won. Yeah, it was, it was like something like that. It was just you know you think it's going to go one way and it goes the other, which is the beautiful thing about these two sports, especially uh, UFC, which is yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun to watch, isn't it? <laughs> and yeah, like there is um the thing is and something that yeah, as I said, I don't think Mayweather's going to knock McGregor out. If somebody gets, if the match ends or the fight ends in a KO, it's going to be McGregor standing tall, 100%. There's no way that the other way is going to happen. I do think that that's probably the only way McGregor can win. Um, you know, Mayweather's defense is too good, and I don't see him, like, you know, failing to put his arms up or failing to put up a fight. I genuinely think the only way he can win is if he knocks him out. 
goes to 12 rounds, Mayweather wins. Simple. You know, you need to... It's just... So Connor needs to take that in mind and kind of be able to... Uh, be able to kind of, like, dissect Mayweather and kind of plan his uh, punches. I, I honestly think that if McGregor, like, you know, in terms of, like, who's going to win the rounds, you'd expect Mayweather to win every one, basically. Like, you know, you got to understand these are three-minute rounds. These aren't, like, you know, one punch is great, but you need to do it for three minutes straight. And if anything, I could give the first few rounds to McGregor. That's probably the only rounds that once, when the, the fight's starting... Maybe was trying to get a feel of it, trying to see how he punches in that. You know, he might just hold back and kind of go, yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll absorb a little bit of, you know, a little bit of heat and then I'll just kind of work my way in and take care of it. The first few rounds are going to be really interesting to see if they get that far, of course, because McGregor's going to be, the, McGregor can study all the Mayweather tapes. McGregor can look at every tape, look at where he goes wrong, look at what to look for. Mayweather doesn't have much. He has very, very little not much of his training camp has been released to watch. So there's so many, like, you know, again, another aspect that kind of pulls in the favor. Um, another, like, you know, a great, a great thing that um, could happen is that Mayweather, and I say a great thing because I'm going for Connor, of course, uh, is that Mayweather could take Connor lightly. And that's probably the most obvious one. You know, the fact that he's, with the weight, with the weights um, going 154, eight ounce gloves, uh, the short time, you know, the short notice of it, there it just seems like there's a lot of arrogance by the part of Mayweather. So if you look at that and, you know, could this all be Mayweather going, like, this is just going to be easy. Like, I don't need to worry about this. I'm the best in the world kind of thing. And he genuinely believes it, as well as McGregor. They both believe that they are the best in the world. Uh, Mayweather would assume, I'd assume that Mayweather would consider himself the best of all time. And that argument, I guarantee you, could be made. That's a fantastic argument to make. Um, you know, defensive boxer, of course, he is the greatest of all time. There is no doubt about that. Um, he's a counterpuncher, counterpuncher. In that weight class, I, look, it's hard to say who would be better. And if only you could, you know, drop all the greats in at one time. But, you know, Mayweather genuinely does think he's the best. He might he might be taking McGregor a bit lightly. That could come back to bite him. And the, the other thing that um, about Floyd is Floyd actually has, like, for, it's funny to say because he's a boxer, but Floyd has very brittle hands. Floyd is somebody who, after the fight, he will have his hands and eyes for hours and hours and hours trying to, like, you know, because he's broken them so many times. Could you imagine if that happened during the fight? Could you imagine if he threw a punch in the, you know, the first or second round and he broke his hands and he basically had to fight with one one hand for the rest of it? Tell you what, that'd be... And, and could you imagine him showing it and McGregor noticing it and just kind of shark, you know, kind of... Just kind of a shark circling its prey. Like, could you imagine that? Imagine the crowd, how amped they would get. And also, the, the tickets to this are fucking ridiculous. Like, uh, ridiculous amounts of money to see, to get close to this fight, which is really weird. I don't even know if there's any other, if there is an undercard, which is just, it just shows, like, how much this fight is worth. Like, I'm sure there will be an undercard. I can't imagine too many uh, big names would be on it. But, you know, a lot of people are paying thousands. I think someone said they are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to get, like, a ringside seat. It's just a... It's, absolutely ridiculous amount of money and it's just it's a bit it's over the top and at one stage I don't know if it has sold out yet but they about a week or two ago they were saying it still hadn't sold out because the tickets were just so ridiculous even the nosebleed seats were in the hundreds it might have even been in the early thousands and it's just like why would you pay that much for that when you can just watch it on tv or you know go to a pub or go to a bar and watch it there which is what I'll be doing (laughs) 
Um, but like, and all that, you know, and all that with the brittle hands, if that happens. And the other thing that like starting to move over to why Mayweather is probably going to win is that Will McGregor, um, you know, his UFC, UFC instincts, instincts, sorry, um, finally catch up with him. Like, will they, will it get to the fight and he'll be so used to going for something that is illegal, going for an elbow or um, going for a punch, you know, around the back of the head or, you know, God forbid, throwing a kick. Like, that'd be the worst thing ever. Like, could you imagine that happening? Like, disqualify 90% of his pay gone. It's just, it's like, you know, you can't get rid of that. You can't have that, you know, you can't just kind of like erase that from someone's memory. So I'm sure their training camp would have, you know, people every day going, you can't do that. You can't do that. You know, you need to get into that boxing mindset. It's just something that, you know, could potentially cost him. And it's something that, you know, it's like, you know, literally cost him because it will lose him 90% of his pay, which would be absolutely ridiculous. Um, you know, to put it short in the, in the way of Mayweather, uh, there's no way in hell McGregor could outbox him. There's no way. Like, I've, there are, there is always a chance of the, sh- the one shot happening and the few punches happening. And as I've said, you know, he might have four bullets to use and he might be able to get a few punches in. He's not un, he's not untouchable like everybody says. I would really be surprised if it went 12 rounds and McGregor didn't get a glove on him. If it went 12 rounds, I'd assume that McGregor would at least get a couple of shots on. But he is clearly going to be able to outbox Connor at every every style at every turn. There's no question about that. Yeah, as I said before, Floyd is somebody who is basically a supercomputer in the way he can just download through the fight what your his opponent is going to do. You throw a shot that he's not used to, he'll just put that into the hard drive and he'll be like, next time it happens, I know, I know exactly what's happening. Um, Andre Berto said that in Mayweather's last fight. He just said, he let me, in Berto let Mayweather come to him. Berto threw a bunch of his shots in the first few rounds and he said by about the fourth round, it was it was basically over. You could watch the fight back and Mayweather knew exactly what he was going to do, when he was going to do it, the moves that he would do, the uh, the motions that he would do before throwing the big shots. It was something that he would he had never seen, and it was just it was the main reason why he is so uh, he's so hard to punch. You know, this is a guy who had probably who's only been like legitimately punched, and I like legitimately punched probably eight to ten times in in forty nine fights. Now that's something that could work against him because if you've only been punched that like that many times, you're now working with eight ounce gloves. You're working with McGregor, who could be one of the more powerful. Uh, fighters that he's ever come up against. You're 40 years old. Your 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 hands are brittle. This could that is something that could come back to bite him. Um, it shows just how good he is. If you have only been seriously hit, and it's funny because UFC is at a time right now because it's a pretty young sport. No one's really looked into this, but recently, as as people have probably heard, there's been a huge thing about the CTE thing in, in the NFL. Basically, all this brain trauma coming in because. Obviously, the human body is not meant to be going headfirst into packs and you know getting head slammed in the ground all, all the time. And UFC is at that stage where, um, like it's pretty young, so I feel like that's still probably about ten years away from people starting to notice it. You know, there was there's a movie on it called Concussion with Will Smith, which is a good movie. You should check it out. But it talks all about that. And yeah, you know, in 2015, the guy who Will Smith plays, which names whose name escapes me. Um, said like yo, know, he says about probably ninety percent of people in the NFL suffer from CTE. So, and this is something that leads to dementia, leads to psychosis, it leads to mem- you know 
every, like, basically, at least I'm losing your mind. A lot of people, a lot of footballers killed themselves. They've killed their families. A lot of, uh, same with wrestlers. There was a guy who, uh, you know, killed him, killed his wife, kid, and himself at the same time. Basically, they looked at his brain, and this guy's about 40 years old. This They looked at his brain, and they said he had the brain of an 80-year-old man with Alzheimer's. This was basically before the CTE kind of scans. This was around the time it started. And it kind of, you know, UFC is at that stage where people aren't going to start noticing it for another 10 to 20 years, which is good for the time being. Mayweather, on the other hand, will not have to worry about it. He's only been hit eight to 10 times legitimately, so he won't need to worry. Um, That could come back to bite him. There's something that, something about that, you know, gets you a bit, um, gets you a bit worried about it because I... I see someone like Mayweather, and you could imagine someone like he looks amazing. Let's be fair; like they both look incredible right now. McGregor's in shape right now; he's looking amazing right now. I've said right now a lot, but um, <laughs> Mayweather looks fantastic um, for a guy who's forty years old. Uh, um, but I'm sure that he's starting to he's starting to slow down. He's not as quick as what he used to be. There's no way he can be as quick as what he was fifteen years ago. He's been fighting for over twenty years. That's incredible. That's like for like you know for someone like this you know. Boxing is something that can be ended in one fight. You could get one big hit and it could be all over for you. I say with USC, USC, there have been people who have, oh, there's been some horrific le- uh, breakings of legs, um, arms being ripped out, and it's just, it's such a do-or-die sport that, and that's why it was considered a blood sport for so long, UFC. And it was just something that people didn't realize back then. It was almost like, you know, it was like human cockfighting. That's what they considered it as. And then, you know, slowly they started building up and there was a few big fights that happened, a few crazy fights that happened that started building up to the mainstream. Here we are now in 2017, the two sports are kind of crossing over to do this absolute fucking orgy of promotion. It's, um, yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> but, um, yeah, as I said before, if, if Mayweather goes to 12 rounds, if it goes to 12 rounds, Mayweather wins. Uh, something that will be un- under question, I think one of the big things against McGregor is his, his cardio. If you watch his fight against Nate Diaz, especially the first one, uh, by the third round, he's gassed. He's absolutely gassed. There is, you know, Nate's running around, pointing at him, laughing at him, trying to, like, you know, psych him out a bit more, and he's just lost it. He was just out of it at that stage, running away. You know, they both are good at that. It's something that Mayweather got a lot of shit for for the Pacquiao fight, but McGregor did a lot against Diaz as well, and in both fights. And since that first Diaz fight, McGregor has significantly slowed down his style. He's much more, much more methodical, much more, um, you know, much more precise, and likes to make sure his shots count because his like his accuracy and his shot, you know, the amount of shots that he missed in that first Diaz fight was incredible. It was just, it was just stupid. And he just said he was throwing so much that it just gassed him by about the third round. You know, USC obviously is you know what, five rounds of five minutes. Um, boxing is twelve rounds of three minutes. A lot of you know. Will he still be able to go that long? I'm sure his cardio is, is getting better, but that's always been his big issue. Cardio has been the thing that kind of stops him from, you know, it would have, you know, he would have won that first fight if he didn't, um, if he had better cardio, he wouldn't have gotten choked, choked out. Um, but does that help out? You know, three minute rounds instead of five. Of course, that works better in Connor's favor. There's 12 rounds instead of five. So there's 36 minutes of fighting time as opposed to 25 in the UFC. Um, on top of that, you know, you could argue, and I think the best argument to make there was boxing is probably a less, a lot less taxing than USC. Uh, I'm not even going to say probably. It is 100%. It's more, it's a much more taxing sport 
No, less, sorry, what the fuck am I talking about? Um, boxing is a lot less taxing than USC. When USC, you have to worry about the takedowns and you have to worry about, you know, when you're like throwing these head kicks and like, imagine like, as anyone who's, I think I might've said this in a previous episode, but as somebody who's, you know, had like, you know, play fights and that with like mates back in the day, you tire out so quickly and you know, you can actually have rest time during the rounds in boxing. You know, there really isn't much rest time in USC. So it could work out okay. I can't imagine Connor by the seventh or eighth round really starting to go. Like there aren't much, there isn't a huge break between fights. So it's something that will be under question. I think that's something that, you know, Mayweather is an absolute machine. Mayweather could go, I honestly look, watching Mayweather fights, he looks like he could go for about 50 rounds. He just, he never looks tired. He never looks uh, shaken up. He never looks worried. Whereas McGregor, in previous fight has looked um has looked a bit you know fatigued and if he shows it and if Mayweather sees it Mayweather's just going to start picking him off and, you know shot after shot after shot until either you know it, the fight's over or until the ref stops it yeah there's just so much it's just a beautiful oh god I love it um <laughs> something that's funny I thought was a really good fact that Andre Berto which was the last guy fought Mayweather said that um he was drug tested about four times a week you know for a few weeks leading up to the fight. I, I'm by the amount of blood that they're taking out of this that guy, and on out of Andre, you could imagine that having some kind of, um, some kind of you know, I guess uh, effect on him. Could you imagine like you know, imagine all that blood being taken out? It's, it's going to weaken your opponent. And could and I remember him saying he would say that like, oh, is um, is Mayweather getting tested that much? Of course he wasn't. Like, he's like, they probably, they probably weren't, weren't real doctors. They're probably just part of the money team, and they were just getting more blood out of him to try and weaken, weaken him up. And it's just something that I thought was quite. Uh, it was just an interesting way. I wonder how much McGregor's getting tested, especially now after the John Jones thing coming out today that he's a he's a roid rager, which is great. Good job, John Jones. Keep keep uh, representing the USC proud, mate. <laughs> but like, it's yeah, in the more in the more basic kind of terms about this fight. There have been 49 fights with Mayweather. He's won 49 of them. Conor McGregor is by far the least experienced fighter he's ever fought to the point where he's never had a professional boxing match. He has a boxing background, but he's not a professional boxer. There is a huge difference. And it's something that on paper, I guess I say this again, on paper, this should be an absolute, this should be a walkthrough. Mayweather should be able to walk through this guy like nothing Take his hundred million, receive his fifty and no record, go home happy. Money, money everywhere. He lives in Vegas, so I'm sure he spends a lot. Absolute dedicated athlete, but moreover, he's somebody who goes to a lot of clubs and that just for promotional reasons. Drinks some water and then leaves. He never, he's not really a huge drinker. Um, you know something else that you know in terms of the money port, port, uh, portion of it. Apparently, Mayweather is going to be wearing about, I think it's like, I think it might have been like fifteen million with sponsorship or something like that, like just a ridiculous amount on top of, and that's not even on top of the, uh, the money he's going to be making as it is. Like it just shows like, you know, for shorts, shoes, uh, probably, probably underwear, gloves, um, you know, the banners that like, you know, things that the, uh, the team's going to be wearing. There's just so much money to be made here. And it's, it's really crazy. Cause like, as I was saying before, the pay-per-views for boxing have been dying for a while, but when they had the big fights, it just seems like everybody wants to see them. And Whenever I think that you know UFC is going to start overtaking, because in my opinion UFC is a better sport. Let's be fair. Um, they have one big fight, and it just kind of changes your perspective just by the numbers. 
you know, 4.4 million was uh, Mayweather Pacquiao. And the highest one for USC is 1.7, I think it was, I said. Which is just, you know, staggering. <laughs> it's a staggering amount of um, pay-per-view buys uh, compared to USC. It's just, it shows what kind of level they're at. And they're getting there. And that's the thing. This, this fight is going to put more eyes on the USC than ever. Especially if McGregor does well. He doesn't have to win. And that kind of leads me on um, to the next one, which is like, what, what is... Um, what would you consider a win for me, McGregor? If you're McGregor, I think if you took it to 12 rounds, you win easily. Like in in the eyes in the eyes of the public, in the eyes of yourself, and just the, the respect you would get from all the boxing fans, you win because you can say, regardless if you lose on the scorecards, that you went toe to toe with the best in the world for 12 rounds and you made it through. And then you could brag about, okay, bring it to the cage, bring me to the U- come to the UFC, see what happens. And I thought it was funny that Mayweather said that I would take you know I would take you anywhere, even in the cage, I'd beat you, which is absolutely <laughs> the stupidest thing he could have ever said. Because if this fight, you know, if this fight goes away and it like it, if uh, McGregor comes out and he you know he gets a moral victory out of this, he's going to be absolutely yapping up, going, you know what? Okay, you come to my come to my town, come to my hood, come to my platform. And you see if you can last five rounds. Because there'd be no chance. The fight would be over in 20 seconds. Let's be honest. In, in reality, there is no chance in hell that Mayweather beats McGregor. McGregor takes him down straight away, hammer fists him, chokes him out. Simple. And he'd probably play with him for two rounds, to be honest. It'd just be... It'd be... I, I could imagine... Imagine the pay-per-view buy rate for that. Because everyone wants to pay money to see Mayweather get his ass kicked. But McGregor, if the if the fight was in a USC ring, it would be guaranteed to happen. So everyone would pay for it. Everyone would want to see it and just laugh while it was happening. <laughs> oh, fuck, we're cruel cunts sometimes, I swear. Um, but I would think if if he gets a few shots in, even if the fight ends in like the eighth round or something like that through TKO or whatever, I will consider that a win. The only thing that's going to hurt McGregor is if he loses in the first two or three rounds. Or probably the first four, we'll say the first third. If he gets through the first third of the fight, I would consider that a moral victory for Connor. Even and if he gets a few shots in and actually makes it not a completely competitive one, um, yeah, but like yeah, gets his shots in so he has a bit of highlight reel. So when they show it on Sports Center or ESPN, they can um they can show those moments and be like, oh well, Connor actually had a few shots in here and here and here. But I think that, that that's probably what I would call it. Something that um I saw I see a lot of people and me being a wrestling fan, I love subscribing to this theory is that could the fight be rigged? And I think there's a little bit to be had here. I know this is absolute speculation. This is a conspiracy theory and a half. But when there's this much money and there's apparently 5 million buys to be had in this fight, 5 million approximately, who knows what it's actually going to get. And it's going to be the most bought pay-per-view ever. You want to be able to guarantee some kind. You want some kind of guarantee. If Mayweather comes out and he wins in the first round... I don't know if anyone really wins. You know, does does boxing win? Like because the the thing that was expected to happen happens. You know, what if they what if they worked out some kind of plan and they said, you know what, come out swinging. Um, I'll you know I'll drop my guard a bit. I'll let, I'll take some heat off you for the first round or so. Then we'll have you know a, a standard boxing match for about three rounds, and um, then I'll get on top of you and I'll beat you in the seventh. And you know that means we've we've got a big ending. You've got your highlights in. Everyone's a winner. You don't go home upset. There's just something like, 
I don't know why, but this is just one of those fights that I could imagine something like that happening because there's just so much money in it. When anything's money, and I think I've said this in, um, in previous episodes, whenever there's money, there's people wanting to exploit it and there's, there's corruption in it. And there is always that absolute tiny chance. And on that note, I will say that I genuinely think the Holy Home Ronda Rousey fight was completely fixed. Absolutely. If um, if you don't remember, that was when they came to Etihad Stadium in Australia. Um, Holy Home uh, beat Ronda Rousey. I'm not saying that the finish didn't actually happen. Of course, it got the right kick in. But the way that it was it was all planned out, Ronda was due to take what I think it was, I forget the time she said it was going to be close to a year off due to um, she was going to start doing movies and that. Yo, you had, she was the champion. You can't, you wanted to create a new star in in entertainment purposes and in like in res- wrestling terminology. And I know this, you know, a lot of people might be going, well, it's not wrestling, but in this way, there is a lot of comparisons, first of all, with UFC and WWE. There's a reason why McGregor is a termed up version of himself because you look at any old school wrestler who was really popular, that's what they were. And they, they've taken, UFC have taken that promo aspect of WWE and turned it into their own little thing, which is fantastic. They do that really well. Same with the video packages. But if you if you have a, a guy coming out, he's, he's like, I'm going to take time off after this and I'm the champion. You're losing that match. It doesn't matter. So I genuinely think that there is a real chance that in that Ronda Rousey Holy Home fight that Ronda or Ronda got paid off and said, just, you know, we won't tell Holly, but we want, you know, we want you to go down. We want to create a new star. And hopefully by the time you get back, Holly Home will still be champion. We can have the rematch. And that'll be the biggest thing in the UFC because that was huge. Going into that fight, Holly Home, you know, to the bookies had no chance. And it was just, so when it actually happened, it was this huge shock. And, you know, once everybody realized, and she said this before the fight happened, which was really odd. But once everybody realized that she was taking all this time off, it makes sense that she loses to put someone else over, make someone else a superstar. And then, you know, while she's having off, hopefully the competition can get a bit harder. And by the time she came back, she could have some real competitive matches. Unfortunately, Holly Holm lost, I think, the next pay-per-view. So she lost, or the next pa- fight she she uh, was in, she lost her title. So that kind of that kind of dogged that in the ass. But, you know, Rousey ended up having, what, a year and a bit off? Like, until her New Year's Eve fight, and she got smashed again. So... I just think that that, you know, going off that, and I think that you know, the more money is in it, the more corruption there could be. There is a there is a slight chance of it, and there's no way we'll be, anyone will be able to prove it, of course, because uh, people's lives would be on the line if somebody actually came out and said that the fight was rigged, <laughs> they'd die. <laughs> um, the other thing is like, what would be next for both guys? If if I was McGregor, I mean, sorry, if I was Mayweather, I would retire. Simple. You're fifty and zero. If you win, especially if you win. If um, Mayweather wins, he'll retire. McGregor will probably retire. The only other match that McGregor could do is do the uh, the third match with Diaz, and that would be the biggest thing in the UFC. And it'd be great if they announced that soon after the um, this fight coming up, because if they announced that a month, you know, in three weeks' time, and they said in six months or whatever it is, or however long they want to give him, you know, uh, Diaz McGregor three is going to be headlining. That's just going to sell everything. Everything's gonna sell out there, and that'll be that'll might be uh, that might top the biggest UFC fight ever. And if McGregor wins, and this kind of raises the point, is like, could there be a rematch? I genuinely doubt it. I'd I'd be I put all if I had to put all my life savings on one, there's no chance it'd be a rematch. Like, because if there was, the most logical thing would be to put it in the cage, and there's no way in hell that Mayweather's gonna be walking into a UFC cage 
with Conor McGregor because it's going to be a massacre. There'll be a there'll be a, it'll be his funeral. He will actually die. <laughs> and it's just yeah, it's just not possible. Um, yeah, it's something like somebody was saying that like you know, uh, boxing is the only sport that can get hurt here, which I kind of disagree with. I think that UFC because UFC is going to have all these eyes on him. And McGregor's a once in a lot, like once in a generation character. You got to understand, he's somebody who kind of you know bridges and kind of like crosses over to um other kind of walks of life and that who wouldn't usually be interested in UFC. Um, because of that, if all these eyes start going on the UFC, a lot of them will probably tune out very quickly because Connor's not going to be fighting, maybe ever, or, and they're probably going to realize pretty quickly that there's not very many entertaining uh, guys on the mic. At USC, a lot of people love seeing the story, but like they love the um, the animosity in that. And there's not many fighters that know how to actually like create that and how to promote a fight because that's what Connor is. Connor is the absolute greatest USC promoter of all time. Him and Dana White should have their own fucking plaque. He has catapulted that industry to a whole new level, no doubt about that. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> On the boxing front, the only way boxing gets hurt if McGregor wins or, you know, goes close. If Mayweather wins, like, Mayweather can win in 12 and win unanimously, and McGregor can think that he won morally, and Mayweather wins on the cards. And it's just like, well, I won. Like, you know, and I'm sure if it went to 12 rounds, Mayweather would win by absolute landslide. And, you know, Mayweather's not somebody who has real knockout power to him. I'm not saying it's impossible for him to knock him out, but it's been so long since he has... It's going to be very, very difficult to actually do it. Um, and the other two, last couple of things I'll say is that uh, someone brought up the point is, but McGregor's a better athlete. And I always wondered, like, it depends what sport you're talking about, really. I think McGregor's, McGregor's explosive. He likes to come out and absolutely, like, you know, he throws these massive hands in quick succession, but he gasses out. You know, maybe there's somebody who could, you know, I'd back him in to be a... Um, you know, on the athletics track, I'd back Mayweather in. On a soccer pitch, I'd back Mayweather in to run out the 90 minutes as opposed to McGregor, who probably had the skills at least because he's Irish. But, you know, I'd, it's, I'd say McGregor's probably just got the edge on him depending on what they do. But that's a really, like, very different dynamics to him. And, um, yeah, and finally, just before I go, I want to give my prediction because I love being wrong. And there's no way this is going to happen. I'm going to go, just after everything I've said, I'm going to go McGregor gasses and Mayweather wins in eight by, I'll go TK, I'll say McGregor can't put up a, too much of a defense. Um, That's probably, yeah, it's not the um, it's not the worst way the match could end. I'd love, if the match, I really don't want it to go to 12 rounds because it means it might be a pretty boring fight. I'd love for it to kind of, if it ends anywhere, it means at least we got a few highlights in. And um, yeah, so I'd say, I'd say Mayweather in about eight. Um, if McGregor wins, I say it's within four. I don't, I think once it gets past the fourth round, I think it's Mayweather's to lose. I think it's, he has every advantage and the longer the fight goes, the more it plays into his favor. He will not tire. McGregor will tire. Um, it's just... Like it's it's something else. Like the fact that I'm doing, I've you know, I've talked for 55 minutes 
about this fight and this fight alone is ridiculous. It shows, and I'm not even a massive UFC boxing fan. I've done my research. I've done, and I've watched a lot of the fights to kind of get an actual glimpse on it because I, I like watching it from an analytical and like, like analytical point of view. I like, I love to analyze fights and that. I love to kind of dissect it and, you know, get my take out of it because, you know, when you grow up watching sport and that, a lot of it crosses over, a lot of the psychology and a lot of the, um, a lot of the scenarios do cross over in different aspects. So that's, um, yeah, I'm going to go Mayweather and eight. Um, apologies for not having a show last week. I absolutely lost my voice. If you watch, if you listen to, uh, sorry, my week one review Premier League podcast um, last Tuesday, you'll hear a couple of times when my voice is absolutely, <laughs> absolutely ratchet. It's just horrible. And um, yeah, I woke up Wednesday. I couldn't go to, I didn't even go to uni that. I don't think... Um, yeah, I just stayed at home. I had absolutely nothing with me. I'm hoping, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of hoping that I'm going to start to, um, I might actually try and get somebody in permanently, try to help me out. Might do it every two weeks. I'm not really sure about what how I want to do it at the moment because it's just with uni and with my show. And the problem is that my Tuesday show was, Tuesday night was usually my preparation for the Wednesday show. And now with that show being then, it makes it incredibly difficult for me to, keep up and be able to be able to have all the information ready for me and so whether it's um, me getting someone in doing a weekly one whether it's me doing every two weeks or me continuing what I'm doing it could you know there's a lot of different things that could happen um anyway ladies and gentlemen this has been the 14th reason this is Nick Brown Franny Brown from Franny Brown Town this is Liz from Rock Culture this is El Diablo El Dorito El Dorado and of course this is Close to the Sun coming at you every Wednesday maybe every second Wednesday we've got the Total 90 podcast coming every Tuesday we've got Backbone coming tomorrow night please stay tuned thank you very much for listening peace motherfucker ah uh. Percocet Marty Percocet Percocet, Marty Percocet, Percocet, Marty Percocet, I said now, mask off, fuck a mask off, 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 hey yo, it's Tessa Brooks.